St. Anthony of the Desert by St. Athanasius Continuing Book 1, Chapter 2 First Temptations Such was Anthony's watching that often he passed the whole night unsleeping and this not once but it was seen with wonder that he did it most frequently. He ate once in the day after sunset and at times he broke his fast only after two days and often even after four days. His food was bread and salt, his drink only water. Of meat and wine it is needless to speak, for nothing of this sort was be to be found among the other monks either. For sleep a rush mat sufficed him. As a rule he simply lay on the ground. The oiling of the skin he refused, saying that it were better for young men to prefer exercise and not seek for things that make the body soft. Rather, to accustom it to hardships, mindful of the apostle's words, When I am weak, then I am strong. For he said that when the enjoyments of the body are weak, then is the power of the soul strong. He held that not by length of time is the way of virtue measured and our pro progress therein, but by desire and by strong resolve. Accordingly, he himself gave no thought to the bygone time, but each day, as though then beginning his religious life, he made greater effort to advance, constantly repeating to himself St. Paul's saying, forgetting the things that are behind and reaching out to the things that are before, keeping in mind, too, the voice of Elijah the prophet, saying, The Lord liveth before whose sight I stand this day. For he observed that in saying this day, he did not count the bygone time, but as though always making a beginning, he was earnest each day to present himself such as one ought to appear before God, clean of heart and ready to obey his will and none other. And he used to say within himself that from the way of life of the great Elijah, a religious man must always study his own way of life as in a mirror. Chapter 3 his life in the tombs. Having thus mastered himself, Anthony departed to the tombs that lay far from the village, having asked one of his acquaintance to bring him bread from time to time. He entered one of the tombs, his friend closed the door of it on him, and he remained alone within. This the enemy would not endure, for he feared lest by degrees Anthony should fill the desert too with monks. Coming one night with a throng of demons, he so scourged him that he lay on the ground speechless from the pain. For, he declared, the pain was so severe that blows from men could not have caused such agony. By God's providence, for the Lord does not overlook those who hope in him, his friend came the next day bringing him bread. And when he opened the door and saw him lying on the ground as dead, he lifted him and took him to the village church and laid him on the ground. Many of his kin and the village people watched beside Anthony as for one dead. But towards midnight, Anthony came to himself and awoke. And seeing all asleep, and only his friend waking, he signed to him to come near, and asked him to lift him again and carry him back to the tombs without waking anyone. So he was carried back by the man, and the door was closed as before, and he was again alone within. He could not stand because of the blows, 
but he prayed lying down. And after his prayer, he shouted out, Here am I, Anthony. I do not run away from your blows. For though you should give me yet more, nothing shall separate me from the love of Christ. Then he sang the psalm, If armies in camp should stand together against me, my heart shall not fear. The enemy of all good, marveling that even after the blows he had the courage to go back, called together his hounds and burst out in fury. Do you see that we have not stopped this man, either by the spirit of fornication or by blows? But he challenges us. Let us attack him another way. For plans of ill are easy to the devil. Thereupon in the night they made such a crashing that it seemed the whole place was shaken by an earthquake. And as if they had broken through the four walls of the building, the demons seemed to rush in through them in the guise of beasts and creeping things, and the place was at once filled with the forms of lions, bears, leopards, bulls, serpents, asps, scorpions, and wolves. The lion roared ready to spring. The bull seemed thrusting with its horns. The serpent crept, yet reached him not. The wolf held itself as if ready to strike, and the noise of all the visions was terrible, and their fury cruel. Anthony, beaten and goaded by them, felt keener bodily pain. Nevertheless, he lay fearless and more alert in spirit. He groaned with the soreness of his body, but in mind he was cool, and said jestingly, If you had any power in you, it would have been enough that just one of you should come. But the Lord has taken your strength away. That is why you try to frighten me, if possible, by your numbers. It is a sign of your helplessness that you have taken the shapes of brutes. If you can, and if you have received power over me, do not wait, but lay on. But if you cannot, why are you chafing yourselves for nothing? For our trust in the Lord is like a seal to us, and like a wall of safety. So after making many attempts, they gnashed their teeth at him, because they were befooling themselves and not him. And the Lord in this also forgot not Anthony's wrestling, but came to his defense. For looking up, Anthony saw, as it were, the roof opening and the beam of light coming down to him. And the demon suddenly disappeared, and the soreness of his body ceased at once, and the building was again sound. Anthony seeing that help was come, breathed more freely, being eased of his pains. He asked the vision, Where wert thou? Why didst thou not show thyself from the beginning to end my suffering? And a voice came to him, I was here, Anthony, but I waited to see thy resistance. Therefore, since thou hast endured and not yielded, I will always be thy helper, and I will make thee renowned everywhere. Hearing this, Anthony arose and prayed, and he was so strengthened that he perceived that he had more power in his body than formerly. He was at this time ab about thirty-five years old. Chapter 4 Alone in the Desert The next day, Going out with still greater zeal for the service of God, Anthony met the old man before mentioned 
and asked him to live in the desert with him. He refused because of his age, and because this was not as yet usual. But Anthony at once set out for the mountain. Yet once more the enemy, seeing his zeal and wishing to check it, threw in his way the form of a large disk of silver. Anthony, understanding the deceit of the evil one, stood and looked at the disk, and confuted the demon in it, saying, Whence a disk in the desert? This is not a trodden road, and there is no track of any faring this way. And it could not have fallen unnoticed because of huge size. And even if it had been lost, the loser would certainly have found it had he turned back to look, because the place is desert. This is a trick of the devil. You will not hinder my purpose by this, Satan. Let this thing perish with thee. And as Anthony said this, it disappeared like smoke before the face of the fire. Now as he went on, he again saw, not this time a phantom, but real gold lying in the way. Whether it was the enemy that pointed it out, or whether it was a higher power, training the disciple, and proving to the devil that he cared nothing even for real riches, he himself did not say, and we do not know, only that it was gold that he saw. Anthony marveled at the quantity, but avoided it like fire, and passed on without looking back, running swiftly on till he lost sight of the place and knew not where it was. So, with firmer and firmer resolution, he went to the mountain, and finding beyond the river a fort, long deserted and now full of reptiles, he betook himself there and dwelt in it. The reptiles fled at once as though chased by someone, and he, closing up the entrance and laying in bread for six months, and having water in the fort, went down into the inner rooms and abode there alone, not going out himself and not seeing any who came to visit him. For a long time he continued this life of asceticism, only receiving his loaves twice in the year from the house above. His acquaintances who came to see him often spent days and nights outside, since he would not let them enter. They seemed to hear a tumultuous crowd inside, making noises, uttering piteous cries, shrieking, Stand off from our domain! What have you to do with the desert? You cannot stand against our contrivings. At first those outside thought there were men fighting with Anthony, who had got into him by a ladder. But when they bent down through a hole and saw no one, then they thought it was demons, and feared for themselves and called to Anthony. He listened to them, though he gave no thought to the demons, and going near to the door, he urged the people to go home and fear not, saying that the demons made these displays against the timid. Do you, therefore, sign yourselves and go away bravely, and leave them to make fools of themselves? So they went away, protecting themselves with the sign of the cross, and he remained and was nowise hurt by them. Nor did he weary of the struggle. For the aid of the visions that came to him from on high and the weakness of his enemies brought him much ease from his labors and prepared him for greater earnestness. His friends used to come constantly, expecting to find him dead. But they heard him singing, Let God arise, and let his enemies be scattered, and let them that hate him flee before his face. As smoke vanisheth, so let them vanish away.
as wax melteth before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. This has been taken from St. Anthony of the Desert by St. Athanasius. This work is available through Tan Books and Publishers. For more information, go to www.tanbooks.com or call 1-800-437-5876. This work is in the public domain. This has been Christian Classics with Teresa Hofer. Listen every Monday through Friday at this time as Teresa continues her great readings and selections from classic Christian literature right here on the Ave Maria Radio Network. News and talk for Catholic and other Christians.